When Jesus came, in the Old Testament times, there were pagans. There were those who had various beliefs and different type of gods, small g. So they may have worshipped the sun or the moon. We know the molten calf, even the Israelites made up to worship. The worship of false gods in the Old Testament times was very, very strong. And so Jesus coming into that culture came into a culture where there were many different beliefs. In the Old Testament time, as we hear in this first reading from the book of Kings, we have Naaman. And Naaman is this beautiful uh, witness, this beautiful example for us of that call to worship the true God and to leave behind idols, the worship of false gods. But like any of us, we need to become convinced who God is. And unless we have that personal experience and encounter with God, unless we have been educated in the ways of God, how would we know? And in the Old Testament times, there were many false prophets who were trying to preach things other than what God himself had communicated through the prophets of the Old Testament. And so what Jesus walks into, of course, we see this beautiful experience. He says, as the Lord lives whom I serve, I will not take it. But despite Naaman's urging, he still refused. It is that beautiful call for all of us to enter more deeply into the mystery of God's love. Because he says here, I will no longer offer holocaust or sacrifice to any other God except the Lord. So he came to that encounter and that awareness through the beautiful experience of a man of God. You and I in the world today that we live in are to be ambassadors of God's love and his truth in the world. And today, just like in the Old Testament times of what Jesus ran into, there are some who are not believing. There are some who have no faith some who don't know if there's a God, agnostics. There are some who follow false gods, things like witchcraft and all those various things that are not of the good spirits. And so we walk not unlike those in the Old Testament times and those in the New Testament times, seeking God and trying to find the fullness of truth. Jesus teaches us, of course, through St. Paul today in this reading to Timothy, when he speaks about how he is willing to suffer to the point of even being a, considered like a criminal. But as he describes, we are not chained anymore because Jesus Christ came to free us from sin to bring us back in right relationship with God through the sacraments of the church, which he instituted. The beautiful gift of confession to free us from the bondage of sin. The beautiful gift of the Holy Eucharist for us to be nourished with his body and his blood so that we may persevere. But we, 
must be willing to deny the things that are not of God. And when we have discovered the beauty and the gift of God himself in our lives, then, of course, we are called to let that love flow through us to others. Why is it that in Old Testament time, at the time of Jesus, and even today, there's so much confusion in who God is? It goes all the way back, of course, as we know, to the fall of Adam and Eve. And what they desired was to decide for themselves what was right and wrong. That's why they wanted to eat from the tree that they were forbidden to eat from. They did not want to be obedient to God. They wanted to do their own thing. And it's that core sin of disobedience which relates to the capital sin of pride that is so deeply rooted in all of us. Some of us struggle with it more than others. And so humility is such an important virtue in the spiritual life. To be able to be humble before God, acknowledging who he is, how he has revealed himself in the Old and New Testament times, how Jesus instituted the sacraments for our salvation, and how he invites us every day to stay in grace. But we have to be willing to let go of the things that are not of God, to not be consumed into the philosophies of this world, the various beliefs that people have in a very secular culture, very relativistic culture, a secular culture which focuses just on this world, as if there's nothing beyond this, as if we don't need to be obedient to God. And a relativistic, meaning, well, whatever is relevant to me, whatever I think is right, is what's right. That's not objective truth. And of course, the struggle that Adam and Eve fell into this great problem of individualism. I want what I want. And that was the core sin of disobedience rooted in pride, that we are set free or our bondage is broken because Jesus took on the sin of all the world, including our own, to set us free and to allow the spiritual graces of God to flourish in our hearts where we rise above the challenge of pride, the challenge of disobedience to God, and we become humble, and we put our focus on what is true, good, right, and just as God knows it to be. Let's pray for that grace to flow into the hearts, not only of ourselves, everyone we know, and people throughout the world to discover the truth that God has already revealed.